0: To All Talk Oncology. I'm your host, Kenny Perkins, AKA the Cancer Guy. Hello, hello, hello. This is Kenny Perkins, AKA your Cancer Guy. And here we are with another phenomenal episode. And guess what? Today is a little different. We're dropping gems, right? We're dropping gems today. We want to do a recap of 2023. You know, this is something that uh, I felt strongly about. I felt that there was so many gems being given throughout these episodes that you guys can walk away and benefit from. So why not put that together? So I hope you guys can benefit from this, and uh, I know you will. You know, I I was just going through some of these episodes and going, my goodness, you know, so many so many gems are being given, and I love it because they're given in a place where it's so pure. You know, that, that place of vulnerability where people were really feeling stuck in a way or really felt that they couldn't get through it. But then they learned, you know, how they could continue to make that that journey successful. They learned along the way different techniques or different things or different sayings or, you know, different people came into their lives and offered different gems for them and so they gave back and this sharing that and so i want to make sure that you guys utilize and have access to these gems right because every day someone new is being diagnosed and so you know that feeling that feeling of vulnerability that fear of oh my goodness anxiety and fear that over overtakes you as a caregiver you know that feeling of like oh my goodness what am i going to do to help this individual as a family member you know that feeling is oh my goodness how could this happen to my loved one what am i going to do i don't i need to educate myself this is where you're going to get these gems we're going to highlight 2023 such a phenomenal year last year we had as far as our guest and um i want to make sure you guys benefit on your journey and then you know for me I want to make sure that even if you're not a person who's been diagnosed with cancer, if you've gone through trauma in your life, if you've gone through just a difficult time in life, right? Like a lot of us have these gems can benefit you. You know, I know my podcast and the things I do and my coaching is, spe- is specific for cancer patients, right? For their loved ones, for their caregivers. I say to everyone who's gone through something in their life you can benefit from these gems, these principles, right? You can take away these things and apply them in your life. And that's the beauty of it. And so I hope that you feel inspired and empowered the way I did going through this journey uh, with these individuals, listening to their journey, being a part of their journey. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. I'm super excited. We' go on into episode 38, if you guys take a look at that. We have things to think about. They say what we put into our minds affect the way we see things. The things we say to ourselves affects how we feel, good or bad. So take a listen to this guest. In episode 38, what she talks about in the placebo effect.
1: You take a sugar pill and you believe that this sugar pill is like a medication, for instance, right? And because of your belief in it, you end up getting healed, so nocebo works the exact same way, but it's the, from the negative perspective, from the opposite. So you hear a prognosis and the negativity of that, the words and hearing that, oh, I'm going to die in 6 to 18 months or whatnot. And then you believe that, We believe those words, well, and then that's where that vicious cycle gets created, right?
0: Did you get that? The placebo effect on the reverse? Yeah, you know, I talk about that in one of my programs. The placebo effect is like you take something like a sugar pill, right? It's been it's been tested, where people take sugar pills thinking that it's the real medication, and because they believe that it was the real medication, they started to show inherent properties of healing because of that, even though they had no medication whatsoever into that. So, and they reversed it. When you get diagnosed with the cancer, what she was saying is that sometimes we start to think negatively of what can happen to us. And then what ends up happening, that belief, that negative belief of what can happen because you have cancer can now have an effect on you and your overall outcome in the cancer journey. And so because if you believe that, because you believe, This is a negative experience. It can have an, an effect on your overall outcome with your cancer experience. Great gems. Great gems. Moving on. Episode 39, it touches on a lot of things. But one of the points that we're talking about is how do you formulate your team? In my program, I talk about that, how you build your team. But here she talks about some of the things that people are afraid of, you know, afraid to extend themselves or maybe talk about that subject. Or, you know, who do you go to when you're dealing with something like cancer, right? Or your loved one is dealing with someone, something like cancer. How do you go about talking to someone or building a team? Listen to what she had to say. You know, I would tell to our cancer patient who doesn't have that kind of supportive family or team around us that don't, don't be afraid to reach out to cancer patients on social media or cancer survivors and also to organizations. There are amazing ones who can help and who also help me. And, and I'm so grateful for them too because what they, they are doing is just amazing. And yeah, like I said, I think it's very important not to do it alone. And we are, us are in, in this together. So I hope you got those gems from that right? Social media team. Sometimes there's some people on social media that are there. They've gone through it. They know that experience. They know that feeling. So they understand and are willing to help. I love that. Formulating your team. How do you find that? How do you find these individuals? How do you find people like me as your cancer coach? Someone that can walk you through their journey, right? She talked about social media. You can do that maybe asking a question of someone. Yeah, these are the things we've done and it's important. I love this, you know. These episodes extremely important. Real life experience that can help you in your cancer journey. Moving on. Episode 40. In episode 40, we talk about what it was like for her to do something different. Right? They say the, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over but expecting a different result. But here, she talked about, she did something that she'd never done before. She went out of her comfort zone. And when she did, the results that she achieved, that she achieved were amazing. In fact, to the point where she looked back and go, oh my God, I did that. So I hope you walk away with that. Sometimes, we may feel, well, hey, we can't do this or we can't do that, and we get in our own way, right? And we just continue doing the same thing that we always do. But sometimes we have to change that up. We have to switch it up, and that, that's not easy. But sometimes it's necessary, right? Switch things up and watch the benefit. Watch the blessing. Someone once told me, they said, you know, on the other side of fear, right? Where we think, oh, if we do this, I can't do that because of this reason or that reason, right? I can't do that. And this is what we're telling ourselves. They say on the other side of fear is where the blessing lies, is where the blessing lies. So sometimes we have to do things that we normally wouldn't do. I love that episode 40, this going, let's go. How did you get past any of that to move forward in that process?
1: I started doing anything because in a way it was a coping mechanism for me to be able to share the experience that I had had as like, you know, a 28 year old orphan for better or for worse. And the experience that both my parents had or didn't have, it was extremely messy. And I think I was just in such a vulnerable place that like I didn't care. And I just took up space in a way that I never have before. And that prior to this experience, I never would have done. And then I could think refined it after that. But as someone who's like a chronic overthinker, this was very uncharacteristic for me to just go out there and lay it out. And I'm glad I did, but I also look back and I'm like, hmm, interesting choices. <laughs> we did what we did. you know. A whole lot of soul searching. Mm. That was it for me. I knew that I wanted to do something about it. I had no idea what that would look like. And I think I recognized that I needed to do a lot of internal work before I went out and tried to help other people Because I felt there was fear, but the fear happened before the diagnosis and had happened for many years before the diagnosis. And then at diagnosis was anger, and there was definitely confusion, and there was definitely self-doubt and all kinds of other things to contend with. So I really had to get clear with myself before I could go out and help anybody else.
0: Those who may want to become advocates, it may be a scary thought. How did you get over your fears or, or doubts in order to pursue and continue?
1: The um, What alleviated the fear of getting into advocacy was seeing uh, very much echoing what the other panelists members are saying and also what Rob is saying. Um, I knew that I would, <laughs> in the words of my first psychosocial oncology therapist, Princess Margaret, said after one session, man, you're clinically pissed off. <laughs> and. I was mad, just, I was so angry at the world, and I just felt abandoned, and I didn't understand why this was happening. Um, So many different dimensions of just these, almost like, um, I I like to refer to a, a book that I really enjoy, and these agreements that I had and understandings, and they just were just both attacking, but then falling apart at the same time. It's like, how do I navigate this mess? And I started having these moments thinking back of being in treatment and seeing other survivors going through what they were going through at varying stages. And it just, this inner twinge kicked in of, hold on, I'm like the oldest of my sibling crew. What would I do? And then looking at my demograph, I had to do something. It was just that internal feeling of, I know what it feels like to not get that help. So I have to do something. And that's what's led to now. In episode 40, we talked
0: to a panel and we talked about how did each individual arrive to where they're at in their journey? And it was so different. But we, the common denominator was fear in a and a lot of those things and how to do a lot of soul searching. And I love one of the things they talked about was in order to be an advocate, that's a little scary. But one of the guests said, you know what? I was so upset. I was so pissed off. Those are his words, right? I was pissed off and I was angry. I was clinically pissed. And I needed to find a way to be in a better space. He said he looked around and he saw other people in that same feeling of fear, not knowing. And he said, hey, you know what I can do is change that. I can change the way people see that Fear, Because I can identify with it and I can be a person who can be a sounding board. So that started his journey. What amazing, what an amazing way to to look at things, right? And you never know. You never know how this thing, how cancer is going to affect your life or what is going to pivot your life into doing. So we had some gems in episode 40. I love it.
1: My first thought was, I mean, and I don't know if this is an association, I was concerned for my future. I felt good about my situation and that my oncologist had empowered us to know that he informed me that I had a good prognosis. It was just going to be very, very hard. So in those times, it wasn't so much my mortality I was concerned about, but it was quality of life. My joy. I was very concerned at first that cancer would steal my joy. When I remember sitting on the couch the day of my diagnosis in tears, and I asked my fiance, I wonder how long it'll be till I laugh again. You know, I was very worried about that. So my association with cancer was diminished quality of life.
0: In episode 41, we talk about how to get past the the misconception that cancer is going to be a disrupt your life in a sense of diminished quality, but that's that's something that's realistic. That feeling is real. Cancer is going to diminish my quality of life. That was her concern. Cancer was going to take away her joy of what, of how she lived her life because she had joy before, and so now that with this diagnosis. How is she going to have that? She's going to have a diminished quality of life, and her joy was going away. That was her limiting belief. But she talked about how she got through that, how she got through that, and how she was able to maintain that. Listen to some of the things she talked about as far as those fears when it came to her disquieting thoughts of diminished quality of life and enjoy. you know what it definitely made me more appreciative not to say that i wasn't before because i've been through cardiac arrest before and i could have died then so i knew that today is not promised and tomorrow is not promised all we got is today if you're alive today that's your life right there that's it this moment is all we ever got and it, going through these experiences really made me grow spiritually because I realize now more than ever that nothing ever exists but this moment. In episode 42, we drop more gems. We talk about the quality of life. We're talking about gratitude. Right? You talk about the things that sometimes we live our lives outside of the moment. Notice what the next guest talks about when it came to staying in the moment and being able to find joy in that moment being grateful being appreciative how many of us pause to just kind of reflect on some of the things that are happening in our life in a good way you know we get all, all of us get caught up in life and the hustle and bustle and moving and what's next, and we have to do this, that we don't pause enough. Right? And so that's one of the gems that we talked about here. Being diagnosed with something like cancer, sometimes we the things that we thought were important are not necessarily a priority, right? And so learning to appreciate, learning to be grateful for the things that we have in the moment right now, is extremely important. So I love that episode about it. And he talked about not only did that help him to stay in the moment and be appreciative, he also talked about how that helped him and propelled him spiritually. Right, Those things, being able to have that connection, being able to develop that connection, it's extremely important in our journey. So many gems. I love it. Let's go. Moving on to the next. Episode 43. Amazing. Learning to not pass judgment on yourselves, right? I love the way she talked about that. She says, you know, a lot of things we do, we think about maybe it was this that I done that caused my cancer, or maybe it's this that I did that caused my cancer, or maybe it was that. Right. And we start blaming and trying to figure out what the reality of it. Right. Is what she said, we don't know. Listen to the things she talked about. I find a lot of this now in my clients, there's a lot of self-blame. I must have done something wrong. Oh, I had soda every day. That's probably what did it. Or I didn't eat enough fruits and vegetables. You know, all these things are part of lifestyle changes, but that's not the cause of your breast cancer. We still don't know the cause of specifically breast cancer. It could be a
1: combination of many, many things.
0: It's never about self blame. It's just moving forward, starting where you are, empowering yourself, not passing judgment on what you're eating. So as you can see, it's not about the things that you didn't do correctly. It's about the things that you can do now. It's about the things you can do now and the changes you can make now in order to have a good quality of life, right? To be healthy. Sometimes it's just those small incremental changes that propel us and have that snowball effect that can continue in our journey that can help us, right? I know, I know for myself, right? I mean, I, I know, I, I take as an example, she mentioned dieting here, and I, I love that because I can identify with dieting, right? Sometimes I, I used to do these fitness competitions, right? And so getting yourself prepared to eat differently is not easy. But once you do it, it's those small incremental changes that are happening day after day that cause this metamorphosis as it is. As it is. And so sometimes we think, oh, I have to do these major things. No, sometimes it's just small incremental changes, right, and not blaming ourselves for the things that we did in the past, getting past it, and then making changes now. Whatever that may be, whatever a healthy life may look like for you. I love it. I love that episode. I love it. I love episode 43, and I hope you get some benefits and some gems out of there that you can benefit from as well. Episode 44. Oh, dropping gems. What are your individual passions and gifts? Do you know them? Listen in to episode 44 as he talks about some of these things. It's about what are your natural gifts and your passions and follow those gifts or passions. Do not follow the world. Everyone should run their own race and that's gonna look differently. And I think it's getting more and more challenging as you look at whether that's social media, it's societal norms, I think we're making progress in many facets, but I think that really it's about running your own race, being your own authentic self and being comfortable with that. Yes, did you see that? It's not about paying attention to what the other person is doing or what the world is doing. It's about honing in on your gifts, honing in on the things that you have that are gonna benefit not only you, but maybe the people around you. That's what it's about, right? finding what those things are. And that's what I always say. I, I, ask, I ask all my guests, what was life like before cancer and what was life, what is life like now after? And so, so many of us, right, possess these gifts in us. We have these things, but we never took the time to really look into them or develop them. Well, not most of us. I shouldn't say most of us. A lot of people have not. Right. We just kind of get on this hamster wheel in life and then we go about it. But our gifts are the things that we can offer. We don't pause and and build on those things. So I love, I love this episode for that. So what are your gifts? What are the things that you can offer? Curious, curious to know. 2023 was a magnificent year for all talk oncology. We have phenomenal guests on here dropping gems, giving you so many tools that you can utilize on your cancer journey, so many tools that you can utilize that can empower you or the people around you. Man, this is just the first part of that. And I hope that you benefited from them. Continue because we have a part two coming. Part two, we're going to be dropping more gems for 2023. So have your pen, your pencil whatever it is that you're utilizing benchmark this so that you know you can always go back to it and as you guys know you know as a cancer coach I've created a program for cancer patients for those that are newly diagnosed right and this program walks you through the steps you know when you get diagnosed and eliminate some of that fear and anxiety that you go through for those that are newly diagnosed or Coming into contact with me for the first time, I'm Kenny Perkins, aka your Cancer Guy, and I've created a book. You can find this on Amazon. It's the five stages of winning with a cancer diagnosis. Right, the five stages of winning. How do you win? Right. We talk about all these steps that can help you thrive afterwards. So these are some of the things I've created. We have a book, we have a program, we have a podcast, we have cancer coaching. All of this is available to you, just reach out on my platforms, DM me, send me an email message. You don't have to go through this alone. You're not alone in this. We're in this together. This is Kenny Perkins, AKA Your Cancer Guy. Until again, I'm out. So again, I wanna thank everyone who tuned in today. Here's where you will find up-to-date cancer discussions with industry experts and leading professionals that can help you in your cancer fight. You are not alone in this. We are in this together. I'm your host, Kenny Perkins, a.k.a. The Cancer Guy. And until again, I'm out.